Hi, everyone. This is Karen Kulenovich, and I'd like to welcome you to the Supernatural Healing Interview Series. We're doing this series to show you how you can use natural healing methods to create more freedom and joy in your life. I'm really excited to share with you today's guest, Mr. Wes Hamilton, and let me tell you a little bit about him. He does a lot of different things that I think will benefit so many people. Wes Hamilton brings a blend of extensive practical experience and extraordinary mystical know-how to his work. He has a unique gift of working with clients who seek measurable business results as well as individuals who are seeking the next step on their personal path towards a life with purpose. In the practical, the practice of intuition, energy, and life skills, Wes is a master. He weaves ancient wisdom with modern technology to create peace, manifestation, and joy in both his personal and professional life. As a master numerologist, clients throughout the world seek his guidance and insight regarding important decisions. He is a certified national trainer of Awakening Your Light Body. In the world of business, Wes is a successful and sought-after real estate broker. He delivers results by offering a unique blend of knowledge, experience, skill, and intuition. As a core passion co-author, authorized facilitator, Wes has worked with corporate groups that have acknowledged his facilitation gift, remarking, our meeting agenda allowed three days for us to accomplish our goal. Working with Wes, we reached that goal magically in three hours. Wes applies the same skill and talent as a professional coach and mediator. Thank you so much for joining us, Wes. So great Thank to you have can. you. Yes. So you have such an interesting background. So, you know, I'm kind of wondering what what were some of the the critical moments on your personal journey that really led you to your chosen healing path that you're serving right now? Well, I've had a couple of big ones. Um, my uh, father died at a very young age, and at that time I uh, was sitting there at the funeral and wondering what's life all about. So that kind of led me on that search to read books about life after death and that sort of thing. Kind of got me started, and then uh, I got distracted with life and business and marriage and all that, so I forgot about that, and then uh, I had another wake-up call. I got hit by a sand truck and uh, put me into a near-death experience, so that laid me up for six months while I was mending and healing. Again, gave me a lot of time for reflection and thinking and uh, meditating. I got into a little bit of meditating at that time. And Oh, go ahead. Well, and then I got back into business and working again and forgot about it, and then... uh, I uh, filed bankruptcy when I was over $6 million in debt and the banks were going upside down. And so I thought, you know what, I, I got to pay attention to this quiet time a little bit more. So I finally decided I would stay on that spiritual path because after bankruptcy, you got nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah, there's only one way to go, right? <laughs> you got to go right, up. Right, <laughs> That's right. So those those were some of the bigger things that happened uh, on my journey. OK, 
Okay, so like backing up, um, when you were recuperating from the car accident and you mentioned meditation, Mm -hmm. was that something that that you found in a book? Was it something you heard about and you practiced and it kind of aided in your healing process? What role did meditation play at that time for you? Well, at first I I had people recommend, why don't you meditate as long as you're just sitting there waiting to heal. And so I tried several different kinds of meditation. Um, Most of them didn't work uh, very well for me. And then after I did get well, I uh, listened to my intuition and joined a class that uh, was called Awakening Your Light Body. And that practice took about a year to get through it, um, meeting once a week and doing the meditation practices and following the homework and that sort of thing. That changed my life very slowly and very positively. And uh, people kept asking me, what are you doing? You seem different. Uh, You seem more confident. You don't seem to have so many more struggles as what you've had in life. So I continued on with that and went to become a teacher because I thought everybody should learn this practice. It's it's an amazing, life-changing experience. So that's that's basically how I got into it. It it changed my life, and now I meditate just about every day for the last 25 years. (laughs) That's wonderful. A lot of people have, you know, they have challenges around actually sitting and and doing the meditation. Um, You know, what what, uh, amount of time could you recommend for someone with a really super busy life? Because I know... um, myself included, it is hard to find that time to actually just sit and be still. Yeah, it's it's a challenge because we haven't put it as a priority. Uh, that's, yeah. that's what the near-death and bankruptcy things caused me to move up self-care a little bit higher on my priority list. Mm-hmm. I I think the minimum would be three to five minutes of quiet. If you're going to do more than that because our mind are, is so active, uh, I would recommend a guided meditation so that there's actually something to do and learn and grow from each time we hear it. And those typically last 20 to 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah, that's great advice because, yeah, just the three to five, that's totally doable, right? Especially in the morning. I think it's if you put it as part of your day, you can just knock it out and get it done, and it probably sets your day off on the right foot. and things run smoothly more so than if you it hadn't does. meditated right yeah you just <laughs> if you spend just a few minutes with yourself uh your day does go much better and there's a little trick i learned from one of my teachers many years ago that uh she she said you know our brain is so active we we have somewhere near 60,000 thoughts a minute go through our brain and she said, that's why it's so difficult to meditate. So she taught me a little trick. You lift your tongue off the floor of your mouth. Just lift your tongue up, and it slows it way down. All of a sudden, wow, most of those thoughts are gone. So that's a little trick if you're doing the three- to five-minute one. Just lift your tongue up uh, off the floor, floor of your mouth and just hold it in the air. That's a good one. Because it immediately it takes your focus right, you know, right there and it, and into the body. Yep. And, yep. Uh, yeah, that's that's a good one. That's a great one. <laughs> it's, a, it's, 
simple one. It really works. It is. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Um, so then you, you know, you started teaching, and how did you come across um, the numerology? Because that's such an interesting field, and it's so specialized. Um, what brought you to numerology? Well, that was another fun story. Uh, <laughs> after I filed bankruptcy, uh, there wasn't much to do. I, uh, I rebounded quite quickly with my business, so I was back in the flow of income very quickly. And I took a spiritual uh, retreat trip to uh, Sedona, Arizona. And there was a bunch of us there. Maybe I think there was 104 of us there. And we were there all week long doing classes and going on trips in the Red Rocks and doing medicine wheels and sweat lodges. And we just learned a lot in that week. And at the end of the week, I wanted to stay and and uh, kind of integrate what happened. So I stayed an extra couple of days and three other people stayed also. So we got to be friends and walked back into a canyon one day. And this lady I was walking next to, she said, was asking me, she said, what, what's your name? So I told her, and she said, what's your middle name? I thought, well, this is kind of strange. I just met this person. And anyway, she asked me for my name and my birth date, and, and she was, still is, super smart therapist. And, and on the way out of the canyon, she was telling me all about myself. I said, how do you know all that? I just met you half hour ago. She said, it's a practice called numerology, and I use it when I'm working with my clients. I said, okay. So she uh, she sent me a bunch of information on it, and it was just a bunch of gobbledygook. I didn't get it. So I, she lived in Florida. So I flew to Florida, and I started studying with her on a regular basis. And it took me about three years to really get what she was trying to tell me because in one way, it's so simple, and in another way, it's very complex and very deep and very detailed. So that started me on my path. And once I got it and I knew what the numbers were saying, I continued to study, and I still do. And that was about 20 years ago. So uh, I, I feel like I really understand numerology now. In fact, I'm... Over the last three years, I've been developing an app that's going to be online in the next week or two of a simple method to understand numerology uh, just by plugging in your name and your birth date. So I have – it's become part of my world now, and as a real estate broker, I find one of the more valuable uh, tips with the uh, numerology is when I put a house on the market – the people ask me, well, let's get it on there right away. What do you think of the timing? And I look at their name and their birth date, and it's like, well, I think we can put it on, but we won't get any offers until these three dates. And I'll tell you, it's amazing how accurate that is. So would you say it's it's like a science then, um, the language of numerology it, it, and how everything works out? Well, you're very intuitive, Karen. It's called the science of math. And uh, it, it actually was incorporated and interpreted in 600 B.C. by Pythagoras, the father of math. And he, at that time, had a university that understood spirituality and science. 
and his research took him back another 5,000 years, and he discovered in every culture, people use their name and birth date in some form to help them understand themselves so they know what to do and where to go. And he put it into our numerology or our number system in our alphabet, so now we can work with it. Okay. Is so is it really something that takes years to learn? I mean, obviously, it, it, there. I mean, you could be a lifetime learner for something like that. But for someone who who wants to use it in in their own life, um, what what is the what's the timing on that? Could they just kind of pick up a book and find out the basics about themselves, or well, go to your app? Yes, you can. <laughs> yeah, it, it, actually, there's maybe a dozen books written on numerology. Uh, most of them are pretty good. Some are complex reference books. Uh, one of the simpler ones is Numerology for Dummies or Numerology for Idiots. Those two are pretty clever the way they're done. I, I believe that you can learn a lot by just reading the book. The, okay. the challenge part of it is interpreting how it all works together. That That's where it takes a little longer to do. And once a year, I do a uh, class here in Minneapolis, and uh, people, you know, sit through a four-day, uh, actually it's four evenings, and I teach them the basics of numerology with some worksheets and, that they can duplicate. And some people are actually going on with that after I've worked with them for a little bit longer uh, on a one-to-one -one basis, but they actually are doing readings now. I've created several neurologists in the country. Um, my next step is to create this process of teaching people in a webinar so that they can use that app that I've designed. So soon I'll be able to do it uh, anywhere in the world. That's awesome. So soon people can can find you on and find your app on, on your website and use that as just kind of a, a jumping off point as far as, you know, getting a little bit of inside information about maybe something that they've been wondering about. And, it, you know, there's that confirmation, I would imagine, when um, people kind of learn what the numbers are saying or spelling out for them. Um, when you work with people and you're teaching them, do you find that there's there's any barriers or emotional blocks um, that tend to be common among people that you work with? Um, like, I think self-worth is one of the bigger ones, uh, that people have a challenge believing that they are gifted also. Um, it... it seems to be that these blocks are either from other lifetimes or growing up in this lifetime or maybe a combination of both. The uh, the thing that I find so amazing is when people have a reason that they're going through these things and a solution to get out of them, mm -hmm. they seem to have a little more excitement because if I can show people that they have a, a karmic number around addictive behavior, whether it's overeating, over drinking, uh, getting into trouble with the law, those kind of things. I can show them that because of this number, it's a, a karmic number of addiction, they have this tendency and their 
solution in life is to find a balance on how to balance out that addictive behavior. And then I'll look at a couple of other numbers to say, now you can use this number to balance that out whenever you're feeling this more is better. So that's how I use the numerology part of it, helping people understand why. Yes. And when people understand why, they're more willing to move forward and create a solution for themselves. But until they know why, they feel like a victim, and they just feel like they can't do anything about it. But it's, it's so yeah, interesting, I, how, you know, how that change happens. The minute people are like, oh, that's why. I get it. It's that instantaneous change, right? It's like, oh, yep. it's not me. Like, there's not something wrong with me. It's that that's this is exactly a what they say. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. It's like, yeah, something clicks, and then it's like, okay, I can do this. You know, I have. I, I mean, I would think it's so empowering for people to realize something about themselves that maybe they felt out of control with, um, like addiction or, um, you know, relationship struggles, things like that, maybe yep. even health issues, um, you it's know, that, that might. Yep. Okay, so that's <laughs> a part of it, too. Yeah, it's that, you know, it's the the mental and physical, spiritual. So I think that holistic view of the person, it really allows people to, you know, embrace all parts of themselves and not look at those sort of darker tendencies that are a part of themselves, um, but instead to kind of work with them and, like you said, balance them out. And yes. so when it comes to balancing them out, you mentioned using a, another number. How, how does that work? How, how do you? Well, uh, one of the amazing things with numerology is the timeline calculations. And when I'm doing a reading for someone by looking at their life, I, I got to get to the point where I can make them believe that these numbers are real. So I can go through and tell them, you know, this is what your first name says that you're doing, and here's your middle name, and here's your last name, here's your birth. I can go all through those, and they're like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yep, that's me. Now let's go down to the timelines. Let's go back from birth to maybe your middle 20s, early 30s. And let's look at those two numbers. Is that what was happening back then? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> and I'll go to the next level. Okay, how about this next level? Maybe midlife. That's what's happening. Maybe your 20s to 40s. Yeah, how do you know that? Because this number here. So if that's going on, is this going on in the present? Yeah, I can see that. Okay, then would you believe the future, if we look at that next number or two, that's what's coming up for you? And they're like, wow. <laughs> so it's kind of fun because some people go through some relationship challenges in, in a particular timeline in their life. Some go through health issues. Sensitive people that are empaths, I'll ask them when I see this number, I said, did you have any kind of breathing issues when you were young? Oh, yeah, I had asthma. And I couldn't figure it out. I was like, well, see, you didn't know how to protect yourself from all of this. You were a sponge, and you took on everybody's stuff. <laughs> so yes, it, it yes. just helps them to understand. 
Yeah, I mean, so when I mean when they're looking at a timeline and you're kind of, you know, going through it, it's like, is there? Um, how can they kind of trick what's there? So if they see that, okay, maybe I'm coming into a time where I'm going to have some health challenges. Um, uh-huh. How how do you kind of approach that if it's something that is challenging that they might be going toward in their life? Well, well, if it's a health challenge, I'll immediately look look at what's their daily practice now. And okay. most people will say, uh, and I'll ask them, do you meditate? No. Well, I tried. Okay. Are you eating natural or organic foods? Uh, no. I stop at Arby's or McDonald's. Okay. Um, how are you doing with your relationships? Oh, I'm never any good at that. And so we start working from the whole picture of who you are. Okay. Okay. And, and, and then if it's a karmic number around accidental things, we'll, okay, let me take a look to see if you've got any ungrounded numbers in your chart. Yep. Here's one here. Let's take a look. Do you ever get black and blue marks and don't know how you got them? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, that's because you're not present. So one of the things with your health issues is you're not paying attention to your body or your environment, which can cause a health issue. And this is the particular time. It's not about the health issue. It's about what your body trying to tell you so that you can stay present. And that's pretty much what I see a health issue about. Because mm-hmm. I work with a lot of people with big health issues, some people are able to totally correct them from you know being next to death to coming back 100 percent. Those are the people that are 150 percent engaged doing what they need to be doing. But mm-hmm. yes, health issues are, I believe, the body's way of saying, "Hey, wake up, pay attention. I'm part of this whole deal." Right. Let's not just wake up. You know, wait for that wake up call. You know, why not be proactive about it and prevent something tragic or, you know, life-changing in the opposite direction to happen. So I like the the subtlety of numerology because it really, it doesn't just look at the physical aspects. It really encompasses so many other things that I think a lot of times people dismiss as part of their health. So I just think that's fascinating. (laughs) about what you do. It is. It is. And so many people, including me in the earlier part of my life, is I just wanted to go someplace and get fixed. Go to a doctor. Go to a healer. But, you know, that's like a Band-Aid. It's not going to work. You need to take care of yourself. So that's what I enjoy, watching people get that awareness and say, wow, I can do this. Yeah, I mean, it, it's truly getting to the core of what's going on. And you know, your client is making that connection with why and then what they need to do mm-hmm. to to take control. So it's very empowering. Yep. And, um, you know, I'm wondering if you have like a couple of maybe one story we can squeeze in of transformation of one of your clients. Okay. Um, I have a gentleman here in Minneapolis that uh, was working for the family and working hard but not getting much of acknowledgement and and had low self-esteem and low self-worth issues and that sort of thing. And one of the family members passed away, and uh, I talked to him about maybe stepping into that more of that leadership role. And he said, oh, no, not me. I, 
I don't have any leadership skills. He said, I can barely, you know, get them to realize to pay me every week. Like, okay. So I worked with him for about a year on his health, got him to meditate every day, got him to uh, get back into an exercise program. And uh, he came here once a week and we worked together for about a year. And he has now taken over the leadership role in the face of the company. He has now been acknowledged as uh, one of the leaders in the cities and been asked to run for a political office. And he's wow. just like, oh, my God, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't, I mean, just listening to you, I cannot help but smile because, you know, that's that's what it's all about. And, you know, if he had gone a different route and, you know, say taken a bunch of medications or just kind of, pushed it aside what he was feeling, then he would have never experienced the growth and and, you know, expansion that he that he found. And that's wow. I mean so much evidence that this this is such powerful, powerful stuff. It is. And uh, he was willing to commit. He was willing to commit. He, he fell off the wagon a couple of times, but he came back in a week or two. <laughs> you know, he still had his human tendencies like we all do. But he yes. stayed with it and He's he's very appreciative, and every once in a while he'll send me an email from some other leader or peer in the community, and they'll compliment him on his leadership skills. And he's like, I never saw myself as a leader. I never saw myself as an influencer. <laughs> oh my goodness! So you probably saw that as part of his part of his timeline, and knew that it was eventually coming, right? <laughs> I I did I did I showed it to him. I said. It's right here. You can't fail unless you screw it up yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, there is no that. it was in his timeline. In his timeline, you bet. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so this is really great information. Um, and, I mean, the work that you do with corporations and uh, people in the business world, um, same kind of transformation, do you kind of approach it the same way with the – the timeline and numerology, or do you kind of package it a different way for that that audience? It all depends upon the audience. Uh, most of them I have to repackage it and go underneath the radar. And that's where we brought the core passion tools in, the core passion uh -huh. assessment. And that measures the energy of what's driving them. It's their passion. And we've actually had it measured and tested by a doctor of psychology. It's it's a validated and and uh, uh, what else they call it supported uh, measurement tool. So it's used in corporations now uh, for leadership and team building. And okay. so we use that, and we've also uh, very cleverly. Uh, because we've been asked, how can we use this to help people find a career direction? So many kids are uh, in school, high school and college. You know, what should I be? What am I going to be? You know, where should I focus? We created an app, uh, careerseekerapp.com, $10. And it brings this stuff in. It just asks for their name and birthday. <laughs> you know? And then it talks yeah. about their, you know, what do you believe are your important values in life? And, what are your skills? And this app takes all of this and puts it together and then gives them uh, some opportunities to choose a career to see if it'll work for them, if that career is 
in alignment with who they are and what their destiny is in life. And, oh, my gosh, it's just amazing to watch people get excited about that. Yeah, and I think it could save years on, on you know, <laughs> these young people's lives. It's like if they kind of have that confirmation that, yeah, this is the right direction, then, you know, they can follow that without the doubt and uncertainty of is this the right thing. And, you know, obviously it could change in the future, but just so they have that first step that they can take. You know, they're not frozen with, like, what do I do? You know, a lot of people are just, like, stuck. And, uh, you know, just having having that objective answer. And, uh, you know, it's quite logical, too, the way that, that numerology works. The scientific formulas, uh, you know, Pythagoras gave us most, if not all, of our basic formulas to create uh, buildings, architecture, uh, any kind of science project. It's all mathematical. And it's been said that the secret to understanding ourselves is through uh, math. Yeah. And what what he did was he just said you can figure out anybody, even people. So uh, that's what he did. He put it into a, a system that we could understand ourselves. The reason it works is it measures energy and vibration. So the letters and and the numbers have a certain vibration, and those combinations create yes. new energetic yes. vibration. Okay, that's wow. Yeah, and there's so I mean, there's just endless combinations with names and birthdays. So, oh, there is. It's yeah. just amazing. And and the reason I use the name on the birth certificate is. Uh, this belief comes from the day you were born it was put on a piece of paper. That's the announcement to the world of what you're here to do and when you're going to do it. And some people say, well, I don't know. I don't like my name. So I changed it a few years ago. Okay, let's do a chart for both names. Well, I'm more like what's on the birth certificate. (laughs) uh, Yep. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. In fact, you know, people send me half a dozen different names. What should I name my child? You know, when's a good day to to get married? When's when's a good day to have a child? When when will I find love? You can find out most of that stuff if you you know do different timelines and do different names. It's pretty amazing how it turns out. Yeah, I, I'm so fascinated by this. So you know, if people want to learn more about um, what you do with numerology and the coaching that you do. Um, mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about the free gift that you're offering? Yes, it's one of my one of the things I believe is uh, one of the keys to numerology of knowing what to do and when to do it. And I put together what I call the cosmic calendar, and it's a it's a worksheet, two worksheets, and a, a list of dates. And you plug in your uh, birth date and uh, along with the current year. And once you get the right number system set up, and it's simple to do. It's only like, I think, three calculations. Uh, you can use that calendar to understand what to do each day of the year. Oh, my goodness. So it's, it's, it's on my website. It's uh, okay. www.weshamilton.com. And up in the title bars there, you'll see Cosmic Calendar. So um, click on that, and you'll have access to it. It's one of the things I use to help people understand when to buy and sell a house, when's a good 
day to get married, you know, that sort of thing. It's pretty amazing. Yes, it's like you can cut out the indecision, you know, and the asking every person that you know, like their opinion. You can just, yeah. you know, use this this other tool that that's available to you for free and from West Hamilton and yeah. uh, check out what else he does on his website and he'll be offering his new app coming up and um, actually by the time this is released it will be up and running in yes. August and uh, so you know be sure to take a look uh, we are you know so happy that you joined us today Wes and. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and we look forward to our next talk. And remember, no matter what your current circumstances or where you've been in life, you can take small steps today, which can bring big healing tomorrow. I wish you a beautiful day. Bye-bye.